Welcome back to the Write It Down podcast with the 1513 Network. That's right. You're watching me on video on YouTube. Second episode in the house. Today, I have president and CEO of Resist Spirits, Greg Martinez, hopping on. He's from the Detroit area. He has sent me some of his products, FKNG Vodka and Bourbon, Four Kings Not Gods. I've been sipping it throughout this podcast. Super excited. Just hit my mic with it. Um, might have had a little too much, but who knows? But anyways, I'm super excited to have him on here. He shares his journey of entrepreneurship and what made him ultimately want to be in the distillery business, owning this company. He tells us a little bit about how he read about George Clooney's success in this and was like, hmm, why not me? Which we've heard before on the show. Why not you? So I'm super excited to share this episode with you. I'm going to link all of his um, spirits in the box. So I think I'm pointing down to it, to the bottom. Started from the bottom. Now we're here on YouTube. So make sure that you subscribe to the Write It Down podcast and make sure that you listen on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and the like. So we're super excited to have Greg on here and I hope you enjoy this conversation. All right. Welcome back to the Write It Down podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Murata, on the mic with president and CEO of Resist Spirits, Greg Martinez. Greg, thank you so much for joining Write It Down. Happy to be here, Brooke. I mean, that background is pretty stellar. I'm, ex- I'm I wish I was in Detroit right now. That looks so fun. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I got the the Ambassador Bridge there in our iconic building, the Renaissance Center. Love it so much. Well, our weather is much different down here in Florida. I'm sure you're dying up there in the cold, but it's sunny out here in Florida and it's probably like 55 degrees, which is too cold for me, but I'm glad I'm not in Detroit. Greg, I'm having you on here to discuss so many different things, your journey of entrepreneurship, but I just got to show the guests what I'm sipping on right now. Um, This is the first time I've had an alcoholic beverage on my show. It will not be my last because this already feels so nice. But right here is um, your bourbon, FKNG. So we want you to tell the entire story of where you came up with this um, very ambitious brand um, and just kind of tell us about your entrepreneurship journey and what brought you ultimately to own a distillery company. Sure. I'd love to do that. We're having a lot of fun. We've been launched about two years in the Michigan market. And actually, it is a very bold, powerful, and sexy name, FKNG mm-hmm. Bourbon. Mm-hmm. We've had our vodka out for about two years. The bourbon we just launched about six months ago. But the story behind that, it means four kings, not gods, which means be a king or queen of your passions, your dreams, your goals, and live life to the max because we are not gods. So it promotes a brand ethos of being positive, uh, fight for your goals, uh, be very business oriented or pursue your passions, whether that be a sport, anything of that nature. We want to be a lifestyle brand that promotes uh, personal development, success, and create great products that you can celebrate those victories with. And uh, we're about 300 locations. We do plan on having multiple product lines of alcohol spirits and also cigars. So we've, uh, we're very excited. We're having a lot of fun. And um, the uh, state of Michigan has embraced us. We've got a lot of consumers that uh, enjoy it as well. 
That's amazing. So Greg, what, um, in you was like, you know what, I want to make vodka and bourbon and, um, have all these spirits in these celebratory moments. What in you as, as a young person going through different entrepreneurship, cause your background isn't necessarily like with, with bartending or, um, making mixed drinks and things like that. So what made you want to do this ultimately? That's a great question, Brooke. Um, I had another business for about 19 years. It was called MTZ Global, and it was automotive oriented. And uh, I started that from scratch, ground zero, and I grew that to over three countries. And I've always been very driven. I've always had a lot of ambition, and I wanted to create another company with a product that could be much more far-reaching to other consumers. And when I sold that company, MTZ, I was looking for about two years, what is the next industry I should get into or what other kind of product, something that could have mass appeal. And um, I read a couple of articles about other successful brands and how they were able to achieve massive scale and valuations. And for some reason, I just had that in the back of my mind for, for a bit, probably about two years. And then one day I'm celebrating at a club with some other friends uh, that just did a liquidation of their company and uh, it was booming. It was packed. It was loud. And uh, we had run out of uh, our bottles and uh, stood up and I'm looking for the, the waitress. And I said in a Detroit kind of uh, next way, Hey, we need some more effing uh, um, fucking vodka here. And as soon as those words left my lips, I thought that could be a phenomenal brand. Mm -hmm. So I left and I called my attorneys the next day to see what do we got to do to have this type of uh, uh, product and get it uh, trademarked. And um, that was about four years ago. It took a while to get through all of the registrations and licensings and permits. But, and didn't uh, they have um, kind of an issue at first with some of your branding and your name? And how did you overcome that? What did that look like with that process of getting trademarked? Yes, you're absolutely right. So the uh, ATF, TTB, has to approve any label that goes on a alcohol beverage. So at first I wanted to do F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. And of course that was shut down. Back then they had a law that you could not have anything obscene or offensive. So what I did was I shortened it, and I think it was better for it to be shortened because the F-U-C-K-I-N-G might be a little bit more crass, but F-K-N-G kind of elevates it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I put a, a description of what that would be, F-K-N-G, four kings, not gods. And I shared with them my background that I was in the um, worked for the White House Advance and U.S. Secret Service, and um, the rest is history. They saw that. And uh, they went ahead and gave us a trademark about two weeks later after that. Wow. And I love the boldness. I am bold myself. I'm a bartender by trade. And so I think this is a super neat concept. And I like how um, the, the flavor like really embodies the boldness as well on, on both of the spirits that I've tried here. Um, one thing that I also think is so cool is it's very... Um, if you can see those that are watching, but those that are listening only, if you look up this brand and we'll tell you how to find them, it's very King-like. It's very queen-like. It feels like you, like you're looking at this brand and what you did. It's kind of like other products, not trying to, you know, 
throw too many similarities, but with like crown products, like it seems more Royal. And so I really like what you did with the branding as well. What is the first contact that you had to make in order to make this happen? So you're talking to the waitress that night, you have this, um, this idea 30 plus hours later, you're like, this is what I want to do. Who do you call? How do you just start making, um, bourbon and vodka and tequila and cigars? Like, what does that look like as an entrepreneur? Sure, sure. Um, well, I called a few distilleries and all of them said, hey, are you sure you know where you're getting into? <laughs> and um, although it was new, I'm somebody who's not fearful. I embrace risk. I, am, I embrace getting out there and, and being at the forefront. Um, so after speaking to the distilleries, they all wanted to know, well, what's your brand going to be? And at that time, I still was waiting for my trademark. And I said it was going to be something bold. But I, I did know that for the last 10 years, I've been a person, a student of success. And how are some people able to achieve success? What does it take? And I wanted to create a product for that. Because I know there are millions of people out there that have similar stories. Um, and I wanted to create a brand that would be with those attributes and characteristics that they would follow. Because I've, I've, I firmly believe people don't buy products. People buy feelings and people buy identities. So I wanted to have something that was along those lines of fighting for your territory, fighting for your life, fighting for your, your passions and dreams. So I went with the distilleries and I just investigated everything. What does it cost? You know, who's out there so I can find out um, what their attributes from their manufacturing standpoint was. Actually, my, my prior business was in quality control. So I wanted to go to distilleries that had a, a lot of uh, um, processes in place. They cared about their quality. And I wanted to create something that was going to be a, a very high of um, quality. So that was very important for us. If they didn't have a laboratory and they didn't have the ability to have repeatability, they were off my list. So those were some of the things that I focused on immediately. Okay. Then after that, I had to find out about the registrations. How do I get a, a federal wholesaler's license, uh, um, import export license, and all of those other uh, registrations and permits that are required. Okay. And, and that took probably about a good year from beginning to end um, to investigate all of that. Cause I had other businesses going on. Okay. Yeah. And what was it like announcing um, the, the final product? Do you remember that day? How did it go down? Was it Facebook? Was it Instagram? What was your thing that, or was it an event that you're like, we're finally here. Here's my packaged products for Kings, not gods is making its debut. Well, for our first product was a vodka. And so what we did, to finalize our formula, we invited beverage directors and bartenders. So we had them all come into our office and we did a blind taste test. About 98% of vodka is, is filtered. And we threw into the mix there an unfiltered vodka. And overwhelmingly, the vote came in that the, the taste of our unfiltered was far and beyond more superior than the fil than the um, filtered vodka. So we knew we had a winner there. And we also, as we investigated, there's very few people that had that. And it also goes with our branding. We want to be um, unfiltered, ultra premium, unapologetic. And it goes with exactly what we're trying to uh, um, 
um, expel out there. We're going to take a quick break to discuss Write It Down's brand new website. You can head over to widpod.com, W-I-D-P-O-D.com, and see all the goods. You'll notice a banner at the top of the page that says Learn More. If you click that link, it'll show you how you can support Write It Down. P.S. My favorite part about the website is the Wid Wall, which is a collection of all the Write It Downs from the show. This podcast is made possible by the 1513 Network. So show the network some love and support by listening to their other shows. If not, just stick with Write It Down because I'm the coolest, the realest, the illest. Now, back to the show. So what, and you're, you said you're in about 300 locations. So is that in bars, restaurants, or is that on the shelves of liquor stores? What does that look like? How do you um, get yourself into a restaurant? What does that process look like? Sure. So our first, our first step was to get distribution. Mm -hmm. That means we want to make certain that once a person tries this, they can, and they like it and love it they have an, uh, a location where they can go buy it off the shelves. So we focused on distribution first at the, at the uh, retailers. And uh, then we started going to uh, on-premise. Unfortunately, when this all launched, there was the COVID where everything was being shut down. So we primarily just focused on the retailers where um, we had a lot of great success. and A lot of people have embraced us. The brand, it, although it's very bold, and um, it's very direct and powerful. Mm -hmm. It's across all demographics. We're in high, very high-end country clubs. We're at uh, all different segments of the uh, um, geographic geography of the state of Michigan. That's amazing. And you are working on, can you go ahead and tell us what you're working on behind the scenes to bring out more products? Yeah, um, we're going to be coming out hopefully at the very um, end of spring of this year, our tequila. So that's going to be something we're very, very excited about. And also, our we've already had our prototypes of cigars. So we're very excited about that. The cigars are going to be coming from the Dominican Republic. And um, so far, everybody has really enjoyed the cigars. They're, they've been really uh, positive about it. Wow. Greg, that's something to be proud of. I have to say, um, it's super neat to hear this of your story, but one thing that I noticed about your story was kind of in the beginning of this, you were reading a little bit about George Clooney. So can you go ahead and tell us about that when you were reading about George Clooney and his spirit company, and then some of the other guys that really infiltrated new ideas into your head to go, you know what? I have something still in me to give. I still have something that I want the world to see. So what was that like in your own personal life? Yeah, um, starting my first business was very difficult. My sister helped me out. We were just in Southwest Detroit and just delivering a great product, a great service enabled us to expand. And when I saw the success that George Clooney had, by no means or stretch of the imagination do I think I'm George Clooney, but I hey. seen that there's possibilities there. I saw other brands uh, that were able to be successful, start from ground zero. And, and I felt that if we could create a great message that resonates with other like-minded individuals, I think we could get out there. And I think that one of the most powerful uh, uh, points for me was, hey, we've got a very, very bold name, fucking vodka, uh, um, which is officially FKNG. Mm -hmm. But I know that probably... 50% of the population will use profanity. Mm -hmm. And 
we use it in a positive aspect. For us, it's yeah. like a battle cry. Yeah. And well, I'm not uh, squeamish about using profanity. Mm-mm. Matter of fact, sometimes I embrace it. Uh, <laughs> and I know a lot of our other investors and partners do. Yeah. Let me yeah. share with you. Some of our, my partners are retired federal agents, uh, law enforcement agents. I have attorneys. We have real estate developers. I have an Air Force pilot who's active today. And so we know there's a segment of the population out there that's that's not squeamish about that. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I believe that sensitivity equals poverty. You've got to be able to go out there and, and give it all, be very direct. And if, if people are offended by that, so be it. Mm-hmm. We also know that you can't be everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find our niche. We're going to find our customers. And uh, I believe we're going to resonate. We're, we're already doing that. Wow. I like it. And it's funny because we got to chat a little bit, um, before this last week. And I was, the first thing that popped into my mind was like, man, that's a Detroit man right there. And I joke about it because, you know, I'm born born and raised in Florida. And, you know, anytime I go, um, up North, even mainly Northeast, um, I've only been in, in your region with Wisconsin, but you guys use profanity like punctuation. And that's like, that's just a difference like culturally. And so it's just funny because, you know, just like listening to you talk, it's like, I I don't think twice about it, but I could understand why other people could, but I really like what you're saying here is like, look, I'm not going to be able to please everyone. And that in the day and age we're living in, nobody can. So what I like about you and about your brand is you're like, this is us. I'm not going to cower away from saying it. And I I think that's really neat um, of you to be able to do that. And I think it's bold of you. And I respect it. Uh, one of the other questions I have for you, um, including your your spirits, is um, tell us a little bit about um, the Great American Bartenders and Spirits competition. I got to watch an episode on YouTube um, that you guys like sponsored to put this through. So what does that look like? Do you want to do more episodes? Why don't you tell the audience what that looks like about getting some more brand recognition with Four Kings, Not Gods? Sure. Thank you. Um you know, I recognize when we did this, there's, it's a very competitive industry, very competitive space. So I, I shared with my team, we've got to be thinking outside the box. What are we, what can we do that nobody else is doing? And, and this concept is still in development, but I, I think we're getting some traction out there. I decided let's create a bartender competition and they've been done in the past. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But let's have the ability where we can share our products with bartenders as they're coming in. And so the premise behind that is to get brand recognition, share this with other bartenders and beverage directors nationwide as our concept for this new potential TV series expands and grows out there. And we've shared this with some folks, uh, production companies, and it's, it's got some wings. It's going in the right direction. And I hope to have a, another announcement in the next 30 uh, to 60 days from now. Wow. We'll, we'll be on our toes because I'm super excited. I loved watching it. Um, if you guys want to check it out, I will link it in our description for this podcast and for this YouTube video. It's super neat to watch. Um, I liked watching the host of the show because I have aspirations to do that. So watching her kind of um, usher along this competition was super cool to watch. And then it was great to see these bartenders from a bartender's 
um, perspective to watch their mixology with their drinks and using your products and um, just kind of the the light advertising you had in there. It was very tastefully done. Um, I thought Thank it was you. so awesome. So I, I'm a huge fan. Um, so where or how can us down in Florida um, get our hands on your products? Uh, thank you very much, Brooke. I appreciate that. On our website, we do have a page where you're able to buy online our bourbon and our vodka. And uh, very soon we're going to be having a merchandise page with that. And that's all on our, our website, which is resistspirits.com. Resistspirits.com. Well, you guys definitely need to get your hands on this. It's it's so good. It's very, very strong. I mean, all alcohol is strong, especially if you don't drink often, but this is very strong and bold and I really like it and appreciate it. I haven't made an old fashioned with it yet, but I'm excited too. I'm just, yeah, straight up right now. Um, but I do have a couple rapid fire questions for you to get to know you a little bit better before we wrap up the show and do our write it down portion of the show. Um, but this will kind of tell us a little bit more of what type of guy you are. Favorite cocktail of all time. A dirty martini. Dirty martini. What vodka? Yes. Fucking vodka. <laughs> That's it. I That's love right. it. I love it. If you could smoke a cigar with anyone undisrupted, who would it be? Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. You can elaborate right. on that. This won't be that rapid fire. Why would you pick Teddy Roosevelt? Um, he was a warrior, a warrior in spirit. He was a um, philanthropist and uh, he was an outdoorsman. I love the outdoors. I grew up in the outdoors in Virginia, uh, Mexico, here in Michigan. And um, I'm a very lucky man. I've, I enjoy fishing and I've fished in a lot of great areas of the, of the world. And yeah. I bet it's like beautiful to fish where you're from. Up, yes. up in the like is it it's midwest right considered midwest yeah. or yeah. okay yes. I, I figured so but it's i'm like midwest. literally not from here so are from there so like when i went up there i was like where am i like i literally yeah. feel i went to wisconsin and i was like this is like another country up here but yeah. um it's super yeah. neat and it's beautiful like the great lakes literally look like oceans especially like from the plane it's like insane if you haven't been to the midwest the northwest whatever you want to call it um it's really neat to go up there so i bet the fishing is awesome too with all those waterways up there one yeah, place teddy you, oh teddy roosevelt one place you want to see your spirits in um that's a great question um we'd love to see our spirits uh not just here in the states but we'd love to see it also uh, throughout europe and um in asia we'd love to see them embrace that wow well, I would love to see that. I'd love to be able to travel and order your spirits on the menu. What song have you listened to the most throughout your life? What song? That's a great question. I'm from the eighties. I grew up in the high, it was in high school in the eighties and, and um, the nineties. So for me, one of my bands that I'd like the most is Pearl Jam black. That is like literally that. my favorite Pearl Jam song. <laughs> there you go. I kid yes. you not. I'm so glad you said that. So I listened to Black by Pearl Jam with my dad um, all the time. And uh, man, I'm glad, number one, that I know that song. A little bit of grunge, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because like sometimes my guests, like full transparency, will answer. And I'm like, I have no idea what that is because I'm 26. <laughs> but I know Pearl okay. Jam and I know the song Black. It's one of their best songs ever. Um, it, yeah. So I'm really glad you said Greg, I feel like we connected on a whole nother level. And I should have asked you that at the beginning of the show because I just would have been like, 
We'd have been right there, right there. This We're on whole the time. same frequency. I love it. I love it. Well, Greg, we are getting to that point of the show where I ask each guest um, to share with the audience a nugget of wisdom. They're write it down. So Greg Martinez, what is your write it down? So Brooke, if you don't mind, I would like to give you two. Please. But the first one is resist being average. Be fucking extraordinary. That's the tagline of our company. And number two is um, ideas are worthless. Perfection is execution is priceless because we all have a a lot of great ideas. And if I'd like to inspire people that here's a person that started from ground zero, a spirits company, not with just one product, but we're going to have multiple products and a cigar, take your ideas, put passion into it and execute. It's possible. It. You can have it. You can make it done. And I want to congratulate you. Thank you had you. a thought. You had an idea to have a podcast. And I'm very honored to be on it because you have a very distinguished list of guests that you've had. So Thank congratulations you. to you, bro. Thank you so much, Greg. And I appreciate you coming on the show. And one thing, um, those who are watching, those who are listening, when you do have an idea, it really is important to write it down because when you write things down, it puts things into motion. It makes it feel like it's coming alive a little bit. So, um, I'm super thankful that you came on the show, Greg. I want to have you back. I want to talk more. I want to know more about your tequila and your cigars and the things that you are pushing forward, um, in the next year or so. So we're definitely going to have to do this again and you're going to have to update us in 30 to 60 days. Uh, some of the secrets that you have for us. But for those of you um, who are watching or listening, we will link their website um, below. Um, Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we are so thankful again, Greg, that you hopped on for Kings, not gods. Thank you so much, Greg. Thank you very much, Brooke. Thank you for listening to the Write It Down podcast. This podcast is a part of the 1513 Network. You can catch a variety of shows on their website, 1513.com. If you enjoy listening to Write It Down, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review. For more content, follow the fun on Instagram by following at W-I-D-P-O-D. That spells WIDPOD. Super cool stands for write it down podcast but it's abbreviated to woodpod anyways thanks for listening and we will catch you later